It's great to have all of you on the call with me this evening, and I always look forward to have uh, this time together to share some ideas with each and every one of you, and hopefully these ideas are helping you to improve and to be able to grow and develop, to improve your business as well as in your careers, uh, and also personally and in your families and everything that you're actually doing. And if you think about it, you know, we have three months left. Okay, a couple of extra weeks, but, you know, basically three months left to this year. When you think about it, where in the world has this year actually gone? It's amazing how fast this year has actually gone. And my question to you is, how close are you right now to achieving the goals that you set in January of this year? Are you close to reaching them? Or there may be some that you may not reach, and that's okay because they're not, your goals are not put together in concrete. But are you close to achieving many of your goals? Are you close to becoming the individual, the person that you've always wanted to be and moving towards that? You know, in how many ways have you actually grown as an individual? What are some of the new skills that you've actually learned this year as an individual as well? You know, uh, you know, so again, how close are you? You know, and, 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 and I know some of you are very close. Some of you may be 50% of the way. You know, and there may be even some of you, uh, like many people, unfortunately, that um, are nowhere near achieving their goals. And they've actually really basically forgot about them by now. And they're just thinking now, oh, it's too late now. There's only three months left. Well, let me think about about it, and I'll start next year. No, it's not the way it should be done. Right now is when you should be sitting down. If you haven't reached your goals, first of all, ask yourself, why haven't you reached the goals? What are the obstacles that stopped you? Why haven't you overcome these obstacles? What do you need to overcome these obstacles? And start to put a strategy together that we talked about in December and January. So I, I did a, three or four calls just on developing a strategy to achieve your goals. You know, and start thinking about that right now. Start putting that strategy together so you start moving towards the end of this year and you start the new year already on a high note. That's the way it should actually start to take place. And I hope and pray that you actually start to do that. You know, let me ask you this. If nothing changed in your life over the next four years, would it be okay? You know, in the next four years, we're going to be in 2020. You know, it wasn't long ago where I remember the year, you know, everybody was concerned about the year 2000, you know, and, and here we are at 2020. It, it's amazing how fast the time goes. But if nothing changed over the next four years, would you be okay with that? And, and I think most people wouldn't be okay with that. I think most people want to improve. Most, matter of fact, not, I, I don't think it. I know it. According to all the psychological research, people want to grow. People want to be part of something. People want to be recognized. People want to feel better about themselves. But that's not what usually happens. If you want a different result next year, what are you willing to change in what you are doing right now? Think about that for a moment. Let me ask you that question again. If you want a different result next year than what you've had this year, what are you willing to change in what you are doing right now? Because, again, the key, it, it, there's one secret to achieving success in your life. You know, and everything that I've read, you know, and, and I, haven't, I haven't read everything that's ever been written on goals and, and success by no means. 
but everything that I've read that makes sense by people who have achieved greatness within their life, they always come back in some way, some way, somehow, they're saying small wins is the secret to success. Not those big wins. It's not like going out there and buying a lottery ticket and all of a sudden become a multimillionaire overnight because you bought a lottery ticket. Yes, that can happen. But does that happen to most of us? Absolutely not. How people become successful is by small wins every day. Make today a win, just a small win. Then tomorrow, another win. And the next day, another win. And you know what will happen? 90 days from now, at the end of this year, you will have three months of wins, which will set you on a platform to make the next year a great year of wins. If you have 365 days of wins, just small wins, just little, little bitty wins, whatever it may be. You know, it, it could be learning, learning to read one sentence a day, you know, by, by picking up some books. As I hear people say, well, I'm just not a reader. I don't like reading. I just don't understand. And okay, get a book that you would like to read, one that maybe I've recommended or one on success, whatever it may be, you know, and then just read one sentence a day. That's it. And you say, well, you know, that, that's not very much. You know, what am I going to learn from that? Oh, let me tell you, one sentence could literally change your entire life. But if you ended up doing that, at the end of the year, you'd have 365 sentences that you've read. Now, would you have completed a book? More than likely, no. But you would have learned something over those sentences, and applying what that sentence said to you could literally change your life and make next year the greatest year that you've ever had because for things to change, you've got to change and do things differently than you've always done them. If you don't do it, it's going to be this year, it's going to be like last year. In the year before, in the year before, and next year is just going to be another year added on to those years, you know, that just... Nothing ever seems to happen very much. No, no real success, but no real major failure. You just sort of drift through life. And I know that's not what you want. Your expectations of your future do, in fact, create your future. People usually end up pretty much where they expect to be. You will find that if you do not begin to make decisions, you will tend to procrastinate and your history will simply be repeating itself. Indecision is one of the greatest thieves of opportunity. And when you start stop making decisions and become indecisive, what's going to end up happening is you're going to end up losing hope. And that's what I really want to talk to you about this evening. I want to give you a pathway to life. Losses in life, you know, I, I'm never fun. I don't know anyone who has, you know, failed in business, failed in relationships, failed at education, failed in the arts, failed in sports, whatever it may be. You know, losses in life are, are never fun. But there is one loss no one could ever afford to experience. And I believe this, that you can lose a lot of things in life and still come back and rebound and be better than what you were before. But if you lose this loss, then I think you're in really major trouble. And it's the loss of hope. My passion for many years has been to help people think on the things that would cause them to grow and to live their lives with adventure. 
I wanted to do that since I was in my 20s and I first got involved in business and I understood the power of positive thinking, which now I changed in some way. It's still positive, but, but again, I don't know about you, but there's no way in the world I can be positive 365 days a year. It's impossible. There are times where you feel tired, you feel run down, you feel sick. There are times, at least in my life, many times that you make dumb decisions, you do dumb things, you know, and you feel sick about it, you know, and you wish you could change it, you know, and all you can do is apologize and move on and try to make it better the next time. You know, we all do those type of things, you know, and, and so, you know, but I've always wanted to be able to help people think on the things that would cause them to grow. You know, think about, you know, if you think about worry for a moment, what is worry? It's just thinking about all the things you don't want to happen to you in your life. Isn't it? It's nothing more than that. You don't want this to happen. You don't want this to happen. You hope this doesn't happen. You hope that doesn't happen. You don't want to be, you don't want this to go on. And all you do is think about those things all the time, all the negative, and that creates worry. Flip the coin over to the other side. Why not think about all the things you want to happen to you in your life? And that's the key. But, you know, it's so difficult to do that. And, and one of these days, you know, I'm going to put a – in fact, I, I am going to be doing some, but I'll put a workshop together for you. And we can do a, um, a video conference if you would like. Just send me an email and say, yes, let's do something like that, and we can work on it. Put a video conference together on actually – how you can develop that winning attitude when the bottom falls out of your life. There are steps, psychological, practical steps that you can apply to get through it and grow and develop and become a stronger individual. And, and that's been something that I've always wanted to be able to do. And that's why I do what I do. So let's look at hope for a moment. What does hope do for you? What does hope do for me? Let me give you some things to think about. Hope shines brightest when the hour is darkest. I don't know about you, but I have experienced days like this, that everything around me seems like it's going against me, that no matter what I do, nothing seems to work. It's like the bottom fell out and my world is pitch black and I'm totally alone, discouraged and don't know where to turn, don't know what to do, and I feel mentally exhausted, emotionally, you know, uh, exhausted as well, as well as physically, I'm not even feeling well. How in the world do you get through those things? What allows people, because I'm not the only one that experiences this, and I'm not saying it happens all the time, but it does happen, and I know it's happened to some of you. How do you get through these type of things? Well, I think hope is the fact, is the key factor that helps us get through that, because think for a moment, when you have hope, what are you doing? You're focusing on something in the future. And when you focus in the future and you start to see things in the future, at least for me, you get that gut feeling inside of you. Even though there's tremendous turmoil going on in your life, even though there's confusion, there's uncertainty, there's doubt, there's fear, there's anxiety, there are all of these emotional, intrinsic you know, enemies that are attacking you inside of your mind and in your body. But there is still also that gut feeling that says, it's going to be okay. I'm going to get through this. I don't know how long it's going to take, but I'm going to get through this because I have hope in the future. 
and I know my future is going to get better. And I know that I know that I know without the slightest doubt. And maybe I have to go through all of this to be able to have the future that I truly wanted to have because I need a change. I need to grow. And if I don't go through this, I may never become the individual that could allow that to take place within my life to grow in the areas that I need to grow. So hope shines brightest when the hour is darkest. Hope also motivates us when we're discouraged because you get into those times that that you just wait, you can just wake up in the morning and you feel discouraged. You're frustrated. You know, it's it's like, you know, your body aches, your mind aches, you're exhausted, and you don't understand why, because you gotta, you got eight hours sleep, you know, and, and you should wake up feeling good. And, you know, it's amazing. Sometimes we can go to bed feeling good at night. We wake up after eight hours of sleep, or seven hours, or nine hours, whatever the case may be, and now we feel miserable. What happened during the night? Where did we go? What did we experience? I don't know. I can't explain it, but all I know is it does happen to me as well. You know, and we just become discouraged, and we start looking at what we're doing and say, why bother? Now, I could say that, you know, there are times where I've looked at, you know, all the work putting together, the research, the writing, to be able to do this conference call, and sometimes I say, why bother? Nobody really cares. You know, once in a while you get an email, but most of the time you don't ever hear from anybody. It's like, why bother? Nobody really cares. You know, and you start feeling sorry for yourself and you have a self-pity for yourself. You know, that's where hope comes in because it motivates you. Because, again, you go back to your vision, your mission, your dreams, your purpose, your calling to be here is to help people think and grow as individuals and to improve their lives mentally, physically, and spiritually, when that's your calling, yes, it's going to be difficult. Yes, they're going to have tough times. And when you have those tough times, you grab onto that hope, that vision of the future, and you hang on to it, and it will bring you through those discouraging times. Hope energizes when you're tired. Because when you have hope, you get that energy, that extra burst of energy that keeps you going. Hope believes when there's little evidence. And you don't see things coming together, but you know, you just know. And people look at you and say, you're crazy. When I was with my friend up in San Jose a couple months ago, and we were reminiscing how the company first started and how it is today, it is a huge, huge corporation all over the world. And we're talking about how we started. And I remember Jerry saying to me, he said, you were just a crazy kid. You were just crazy. You were crazy. You know, and it was that craziness that you had because you you believed in what you were doing and you didn't see it happening and everybody around you said, you're crazy, you're crazy, you're crazy. And it's like, you turn around and say, yes, I am crazy, but I know where I'm going, I believe where I'm going, and this is where I'm going. Hope is what does that for you. Hope climbs over the obstacles when no one there is to help you. You just don't give up if you have to drag yourself across that finish line, whatever it actually may be, and you push and you push, when you have nothing left, you still push. You have intentional practice. And we're going to talk more about that, how critical intentional practice, because that's one of the key factors that makes you great, that allows you to tap into the greatness that's in your life. It has very little to do with being a superstar in talent, but it has tremendous amount to do with intentional practice. Also, hope endures hardships when no one is caring and you're all alone. Hope smiles confidently when no one actually is laughing. 
Hope pushes forward to victory when no one is encouraging you, like I sort of alluded to. But you dig down deep inside of yourself. Let me ask you a question. How can you do this? How can you push forward to victory when there's no encouragement? It's actually discouragement around you all the time. Well, let me ask you a question. If you have an orange in your hand and you squeeze that orange, what comes out of it? Orange juice, of course. You know, we all know that. Does it make any difference how I squeeze the orange? If I squeeze it gently, purposefully, or I step on it, run over it with my automobile, I'm harsh and I, I'm cruel to it, what comes out of it? Orange juice. Why does orange juice come out of an orange? And you say, because that's what it is. An orange has orange juice in it. And no matter how you squeeze it, no matter what you do to it, that's exactly what's going to come out of it. I cannot squeeze oranges and get grape juice because that's not what's inside of you a question when you get discouraged when you get down you've lost the faith your your hope is whining and you just feel like you want to throw in the towel and quit what comes out of you love joy peace forgiveness excitement a better future, or anger, depression, resentment, frustration, depression, fear. Remember, it can't come out of you unless it's in you. See, but we're not an orange. We can change what's inside of us. That's the beautiful thing about being a human being. If you don't have joy, peace, hope, and excitement and adventure coming out of you when the bottom falls out of your life, then put that in it and get rid of the anger, the fear, the doubt. Forgive and move on and build the life that you've been designed to build. Run on your purpose. Fulfill your purpose and your passion within your life. Hope is inspiring. It gives motivation for living and learning. That's where it comes from. Now, with these concepts about hope, let, let, let me ask you, what does this actually say to you? What does it say to me also as Ola? What does, what do these things say to me? Well, one is hope says yes to life. I believe that. When we look at what hope is all about, I believe hope is saying yes to Ola. Yes, hope is life. And, and I remember reading a book. Actually, I have the book in my library. When I was in seminary by Paul Tillich, who was a theologian. And the title of the book is The Courage to Be. And he says, the book was, a, no, this is not a quote right now, but, but the book was about real courage. And he says, yes to life in spite of all the hardships and pain which are part of human experience, or excuse me, human existence. It takes courage to find something positive and meaningful about ourselves in life every day that he, and he said that was, and this was the key to living life more fully, loving life, is perhaps the highest form of courage to be. And I think that's so true. Loving life when life is not fair. Where do you and I find the courage to say yes to life? I believe, without a doubt in my soul, in my heart, that it comes from hope. H-O-P-E, you've heard me say this many, many times, help other people every day. And it's amazing when you offer a hand to help somebody else, 
you walk away feeling better than the person you actually helped. It's amazing how you can do it. It's a simple, easy concept, but many of us are too busy to even understand it. In life, we must expect troubles. We must expect adversity. We must expect betrayal. We must expect conflict. But this does not mean we have to lose hope. I don't know if you remember Ann Landers. She used to have a syndicated column in all the newspapers across the United States. And I remember reading many of them, and I've cut them out over the years. And I remember her saying, expect trouble as an inevitable part of life. When it comes, hold your head high, look squarely in the eye, and say, I will be bigger than you. You cannot defeat me. It sounds simple, and it's very, very profound. So first of all, hope says yes to life. Secondly, hope fills us with energy. It's been said that a person can live. You've heard me say this before. You know, and, and it's, and it's, they, this is what you know, the medical field says, and, and also many, other, many philosophers say the same thing. It's been said that a person can live 40 days without food, four days without water, four minutes without air, but only four seconds without hope. And when I heard that, the, my first question was, I always end up asking, why, 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 why? Hope provides the power that energizes us with life. Just think about it. If you're lacking the energy, and I have nothing to do with being tired or lack of sleep, but that internal, that intrinsic energy, that, that hope that's inside of you, that, that just pushes you beyond your human limits, or so you believe, and you just get that excitement in, down deep in your gut. Hope provides the power that energizes us with life. Hope is powerful, a powerful thing. It, it keeps us going when times are tough. Hope is that power to push you when everything's falling apart. Everyone's saying, you're crazy, you're crazy. You say, yes, amen to craziness because this is what I'm going to do with my life. It creates excitement within us for a better future. It gives us reason to live. It gives us strength and courage. People who have a hard time believing in themselves have a difficult time finding the energy to cope with life and challenges. They've lost hope. People with hope are energetic and welcome life, even the challenges. Thirdly, hope is forward-focused. You are looking forward. You know, you're not looking back. You're not locked in the past because as long as you keep focusing on the past, you're never going to enjoy the present and you can never, ever plan for the future. You get locked into the past, you know, and all this anguish and all the fear, the anxiety, the hate, the anger is there and it shackles you by focusing on all of that. And you've heard me say, it's like somebody being really angry with somebody because somebody hurt you. And, and, and again, I know we've all been hurt, and we've all said things that we wish we, didn't, we, wish, we wish we didn't say. But when you hold that anger, it's like taking a glass of poison and you drinking it and expecting the other person to die from it. Are you forward-looking? Do you have hope? for a better future? Do you have hope for a better year? Do you have hope that these next three months are going to be great months for you and that it's going to be a platform for you to build on to make this new year the greatest year that you've ever had? Because you're going to make the changes in you. You're going to accept the responsibility for your goals and what's going on in your life 
and you're going to move forward. Lack of hope breeds indifference. Psychological enemies that are intrinsic within each and every one of us, every human being has the potential to have these psychological enemies. And it starts with indifference. Once we become indifferent, then we're no longer, then we become indecisive. We no longer are making decisions. And then once we start to do that, now we start to doubt ourselves and our abilities and our family and our friends and everything that we're doing. And then that turns into worry. And we become worry watch. We're constantly worrying about everything. And then that develops into a full-blown fear. Hope brings the motivation to us. And number four, and finally, hope makes a difference. Hope is the greatest asset and the greatest weapon we can use against depression, anger, fear, and doubt. Let me repeat that for you. Hope is our greatest asset. It's the greatest asset I believe every human being has because hope is thinking about the future. Hope is believing in a better tomorrow. Hope is believing in people that, that you've, you've lost faith in. Hope is giving people that second chance or that third chance or that fourth chance or however many chances it may be. Because how many times have we made mistakes? How many times have we gone to God and say, forgive me? You know, and he's always been able to forgive because he has hope in the human race. He has hope in this creation. You know, hope is the greatest asset and the greatest weapon that we can use against depression, anger, fear, and doubt. Hope looks for lessons in defeat. Every time you have a defeat, are you looking for the lessons to be learned within that? Because you've heard me say over and over again, there is no such thing as failure. It does not exist. Failure is, no, is a false concept because you get results. So therefore, I can analyze the results, change the results, go out and fail again and fail and fail and fail. Hope looks for lessons in defeat. Hope discovers what can be done instead of what can't be done. People say, you can't do that. You can't do that. Many of the things in my life, matter of fact, most of my life, even with some things I'm trying to do right now, people say, you can't do that. It's not going to work. You don't know how to do that. You know, and if you're going to do that, you, you know, it's just not going to work for you. You know, I, I don't believe that because I know, you know, with the team, anything is possible. We can do almost anything. With all of us working together, it's amazing what we could actually accomplish. Hope discovers what can be done instead of what can't be done. Hope sees problems as opportunities. The problems that we face, the problems that I face all the time are opportunities to grow, you know, in, in, in developing a business, in developing relationships, or working with my, my children, whatever it may be. Yes, there are problems, but these end up becoming opportunities for me to become a better dad, a, a better person to work with, you know, a, 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 a better husband, a better, you know, a better wife, or um, a better brother, a better sister, whatever the case may be. Hope, hope opens doors. Hope draws its strength from what can be instead of what was. Think about that. Hope draws its strength from what can be, the future, instead of what was, the past. With hope, and I'll leave you with this last thought, with hope, failure is a stepping stone. Without hope, failure is a tombstone. Most people, as Oliver Wendell Holmes said, go to the grave with most of their music still with inside of them.
Let's make these next three months great months. Let's make them, let's up our game. Let's improve over these next three months. I don't care if it's just one step every day. That's it, just a little bit each day, each day. So we have 90 days of little improvements. And then we set a platform to have the new year, the greatest year that we've ever had. I want to thank you all for being on this call with me. I look forward to talking to you next week. And have a phenomenal week. God bless all of you.